and welcome to Mistakes We've Made and Debts We've Paid, a storytelling podcast about a lifetime of mistakes, mishaps, and poor choices, where we really lean into the pain and laugh at all our cringy moments. Big and small, we tell them all. (laughs) (laughs) I'm your host, Royce Emery. And I'm Wayne Cummins. And welcome to our show. for this show but clearly i never do yeah you one two three you are constantly still making brand new material for us (laughs) it's the shittiest flex of my life (laughs) so thank you (laughs) hey listeners (laughs) our little mistakes welcome back another episode of mistakes we've made index we paid i am wayne i am royce and uh, it is yet another episode of Wayne's Done and Fucked It Up. Um, <laughs> we, uh, I don't, do you have any material for this week? Uh, a little bit. Okay, cool. Well, yeah. Let's do your stuff first, since you've already heard what I have to talk about. Before we get to anything, ho-ho! Yay! Came in the V-cut, Heather. Nice. <laughs> Ladies I'm love a Heather, the V-cut. this is a V-cut. Uh, I really like, I like the Heather because it's like a nice material, cool little little fabric behind it. And yeah, it looks fucking great. Came The print came out nice. I, I was really happy about this. And it's nice. you, got a, you got a few chest hairs, and women love the V-neck and the chest hair. Dang, look at that. You got way more chest pubes than I thought. <laughs> I'm a very hairy man on the inside. Um, so I'm a, I'm a hairy Wurzbach. My girlfriend has touched my chest and is like, so do you shave? Can you ev- can you grow hair? Like, asking nicely if, if I can used to lose. It. <laughs> <laughs> Did you used to lose? <laughs> Were you a downhill skier? skier? <laughs> nope. Just, just man. I, I, I don't think, I don't think women find like the fish body sexy. I think you have to be ridiculously cut. You have to be super cut, and then yeah. it's kind of expected for you to manscape every now and then. Yeah. Which is not a bad thing. As a, it's hard to say as a straight man who's very comfortable in his sexuality, but I think the, both the hairy and the completely shaved look can look good if you're in good shape. I yeah. think the hairy works better if you're a little out of shape. <laughs> you know? <laughs> I think that's a what it is. Bit, yeah. You know? Yeah. And it, it, it's, it's, you're more of a burly guy instead of a fat guy. Yeah. <laughs> Which yeah. is, burly is still manly. Yeah. Fat is fat. <laughs> Nobody wants to be fat. No one wants to be fat with like a couple of like nip hairs. Right. You know? Yeah. So, I, I told you pretty much all of this before the episode. I've had a extremely stressful last week and a half or, or about a week into the weekend. And it, uh, it, it started with not so much a stressful thing. Uh, my girlfriend, she, uh, she went out of town with her roommates to Corpus, and I, I really wanted to go with them at least for a day or two, but I was working the entire time. Fucking sucks to be an adult and like have, have to work. And not to mention, you know, I'm on probation, and I've got all these other things I have to worry about. I had a, the last day of their vacation is, was the morning of my probation meeting, so I just Son couldn't. Son of a bitch, dude. Yeah, it just, it just Way to poorly line lined up. up. Yeah. That day was also a $1,000 delivery to Army Base, and I just, you know, this, it wasn't going to work out. I wanted to go. I even had hoped that maybe a couple days ahead of time I would be able to go out for a day or half a day. And Very curious. Come back. Since you're delivering to a military base, did they tip? Yeah, they did tip. Ooh. It's rare that military tips, and they actually bet, tipped yeah. pretty decent. Not nice. great, but like pretty good. Fuck yeah. uh, a lot more than I would have thought, so I was happy about that. That's great. Mm. And I, I shared it a little bit with the people who helped me make the order. I always try to spread the love. Got a boy, dude. Got to take care of the people who take care of you. Yeah. So, um, so, yeah, there was that. And so all week I'm working these stupid, like, and it's just like always where I'm going in for an order, go home for an hour or two, come back to close, just being stretched thin already. <clears throat> I feel like that'd be so fucking hard to do, like, yeah, you're working less in in the day, I guess, by getting to go home. But like, you're yeah. committing your whole day to work. Exactly, even you're, though not, you're not working. The you're whole not day. pulling truly double a double shift, but you're getting real fucking close to the point yeah. where it just feels pointless to do anything else. Yeah, yeah, you don't have time for shit. Yeah, you get so, you get to take a nap that'll make you more tired. Generally, I do. I am okay at power napping. If I can get thirty to an hour in, um, I, it it will help me be a little refreshed. There's That's the good. grogginess right as soon as I wake up, but generally I can kind of get into my flow okay afterwards and get through the rest of my day. I've gotten good at napping in my old age. <laughs> <laughs> Something I never thought about, but it makes a lot of sense when you get there. The, what makes <clears> me feel old is that I'm jealous of your of your napping, napping abilities. <laughs> You'll get there, young whippersnapper. Don't worry about it. Um, and so you know, I'm going through all of that. And so I have my probation meeting on Friday morning. And like always, my probation uh, officer treats me like a name and a number. Uh, my original one was a much more rounded, awesome individual. I liked him a lot. He would always talk to me and, and generally want to know how I'm doing as well as go through the paperwork. Liked that a lot. 
And uh, when I finally got my two cases settled and it was a concurrent, you know, uh, with both of the probations running, I had to get a new officer. Doesn't Don't know why. They just like to switch things around, you know. I forgot that it's two separate probation. Yeah, yeah. I mean, technically concurrent, but that all that means is that they, they get to run over each other. I still have to mm. do everything for both, <laughs> mm. which almost makes it harder because now I have less time. Uh, but I would I would prefer to have less time and just try to cram it in. I would prefer not to be on probation. Exactly. <laughs> there's, oh, there's other things I would prefer much more. I'd prefer ice cream. <laughs> I don't think that was part of the options. And so, um, yeah, I get I get my meeting with her and she's going through just the stamping the, the checks and just, you know, the whole thing. And I'm like, whatever. And then finally she comes to... Uh, so your lack of drug test came up, and uh, it's not human urine. <laughs> and on the inside, I'm like, well, I know that. <laughs> <laughs> I was really hoping you didn't. Right. And so I, I didn't want to talk about this initially because I didn't, you know, I sincerely doubt any law enforcement's ever going to listen to these podcasts. But if they did, didn't want to take the chance of incriminating myself anymore. Yeah. However, that doubt no longer matters to a point. <laughs> so yeah. I get so- to tell a very fun but stress-ridden story yeah you get to let the world know that you're not human i'm just kidding <laughs> right <laughs> uh, i come from zeno and uh, i am here to take all of your women uh or at least some of them a handful um the ones that'll fit in my hand <laughs> what no god um, <laughs> no no i just meant not the heavy ones <laughs> <laughs> you didn't explain that well right yeah that was awful <laughs> so anyway <laughs> get out of that hole uh yeah so she tells me this and i'm like jesus christ you know i'm I'm trying to stop the sweat from pouring out of me and to explain what i'm going to probably have to explain to a judge pretty soon is that you know i've been smoking weed like i've said plenty of times here on the podcast since i was like 15 years old yeah i've had a very shitty uh life since i was probably about 10 you know six was still hard (sighs) it's gonna get dark dude I, I don't normally bring this up unless I'm telling people about how shitty my life is. But a good way to put it in perspective is the very first memory I have is seeing my mom getting knocked to the ground in front of me by my dad mm. during an argument and feeling like I knew it was her fault. Oh my God, dude. That's... She was a crazy person who would like yell and scream and like try to scratch my dad and stuff. And eventually yeah. he'd like, like slap her, push her. Yeah. I never saw him straight up clock her. But I would, I'd, I'd watched him kind of retaliate a lot physically to yeah. her, like crazy mental and verbal shit, and yeah. like sometimes physical as well with her. And that was my, that's my first memory is yeah. seeing that happen. Yeah. So, yeah, like you said, the cherry on top of that one is not just seeing it, but like feeling like, oh, good. This or is justified. well, not even that necessary because I didn't like it. I didn't think like she deserved to get hit, but it was like, well, what else did you think was gonna happen? You know? Yeah. And just in my brain, being six years old, I was around five or six. I, I'm thinking because that lines up with that time of my life. Uh, that that's the first memory I ever have. You know, that's me popping into existence. That's the first hit record button right there. And so it doesn't get a lot better in my life, folks. <laughs> I've been through a lot of shit. Some of you have heard it on this this show. I haven't talked about all of it. And I never will. But there's, you know, I've I've had some depressing shit all, at some point always around me for my entire life. Whether it be being homeless, you know, getting abused, going through the legal system like I am now, or the other times I have before. Um, just, I've been poor my entire life. I've never, never been financially off and insecure except for a very, maybe a couple years while I was married when we both had income and it was just going well, dude. And even then you're playing catch up a little bit. Yeah, that's true. Very, very much so. And, um, but it was like the most productive financial years of my life for sure. Nice. Uh, but you know, I've had a lot of reasons to be depressed and have anxiety my entire life, which I didn't know until the last few years was anxiety. And I finally got it kind of diagnosed by someone. I was like, yeah, that's, that's like pretty textbook, except it's hard to recognize. <clears throat> it's so like, good to know. It's so shitty that, uh, well, I feel like Texas isn't far off, uh, but from making weed legal, because it's so much easier going than fucking Xanax or it anything is. like that. And that's the thing, is that my dad, uh, he, through his younger years, did all kinds of illegal drugs, but through the last 10 or so, he did all the legal ones, and that was things like Xanax and Volume and all those other things, and that's what killed him. I that's watched crazy. that shit um, like just destroy his body and mind. Age him quickly. Yeah, very much. I mean, he's always an older guy. He, you know, he had me a little later in life, but um, yeah, it definitely was incredibly detrimental to go on pills for him, and, and he just assumed it was great because why not? Keep just keep popping these pills, and that's that's when the abuse went from physical to uh, verbal all the time, and it just got weirder and worse to me. I could take a hit in a beating, you know, even to the point when I was like sixteen, I actually stopped him. Uh, you know, that was like, dude. Uh, maybe we'll talk about that one day. That was another good story. 
But so anyway, the point is, is that I've been using marijuana since I was 15 mm-hmm. to keep shit under control. And it, it immediately got rid of my suicidal tendencies. It helped me with my depression and anxiety like nothing else ever had. And I've been relying on it ever since. Yeah. I really can't afford to see a doctor. I've never had constant health insurance. And the few times I've had don't really cover a lot. Yeah. And it's expensive as fuck to even maintain health insurance a lot through jobs in Texas. Um, so I've, I've never really considered seeing a therapist for prescription drugs. And I've seen what it did to my father, which makes me also hesitant to try. You, you know what's crazy is uh, like uh, therapists will very openly admit that like it's not an exact science. And they, it's literally, not. they literally just try pills until like you can feel so much worse. And what's just, even worse in the American fucking medicine system, there's uh, so many pharmaceutical reps out there who are pushing these new pills that are not like proven at all. Yeah. And I know this because I, I, I'm a caterer for a lot of those pharmaceutical reps. They're fucking money-grubbing people who like to grease palms. Yeah, they, they give incentives for, yeah. for uh, doctors giving yeah. out their, their new experimental drugs. That's, That's got to be a red flag. disgusting, right? dude. It's like you shouldn't need to like grease palms in order to get medicine out there. Yeah. <laughs> I, I don't think... have to ask my doctor, are you getting paid on the side for prescribing me this drug? Exactly. So I've always been very hesitant to try those things. Marijuana has always worked for me, and outside of being a shitty thing in my cash flow... And fucking with one or two of my relationships, it's never had an adverse effect on me. It's you fucked know? up a relationship? Uh, yeah, my ex wanted to leave me for a while because for of marijuana? marijuana. Yeah. Didn't she smoke marijuana? She did. That was before. Oh. oh. <laughs> she eventually oh. started smoking. She's like, oh, this is great. Yeah, she's like, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> she, like a lot of people, assumed it was a gateway drug and it got people killed all the time. And it, yeah. I, I don't want to get into the, the cartel side of it because it is... If it, the more we legalize it, the less it is allowing people in other countries to kill. Exactly. Dude. So you're taking the power away from them. So there is a, you know, it's not the drug, it's the system that is behind that drug yeah. and many other drugs as well. But anyway, so there's been that. When I started pro- my probation, it took me a little couple months and with the first officer, he kind of understood. I even told him, hey, I do smoke THC. It's going to come up in my first couple drug tests. And he's like, hey, as long as you stop and each test is showing less and less, that's fine. That didn't happen right away. (laughs) (laughs) I ended up getting a slight, uh, it wasn't even a violation. It was just, um, you know, I started doing this drug re-education program and which was so mind numbing. I may or may not go into that. I don't want to kill too much time. (laughs) So the irony that it's a a re-education program and it's like, no, the least educational. Yeah, thing you're, you're, like, you're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> this is your brain on drugs. Yeah, it's <laughs> so like this is what your brain thinks you feel like on drugs is when you're sitting through this shit. But anyway, so I went through that program, and halfway through, my levels just didn't go down enough. And I, I will admit, I was still smoking a little bit, but trying to cut back and yeah. hoping that that would still show lower levels, but it did not. Uh, and so I kind of flunked out of the one drug uh, reeducation program and, and got sent into a, a bigger one. And so at that point, I did stop completely smoking and started doing the CBD. But I knew that some of that CBD, most of the CBD, shows up still as THC in your system. I didn't know it initially because I, I had seen the ones where it's just a tiny bit of THC and I'd heard that that is not enough to show. Yeah. And it, then... It depends on your intake f- uh, exactly, definitely. Exactly. And then I, I found out uh, a little later on that really it doesn't matter. As long as you do it regularly, it's going to show up even if it's a trace amount. Yeah. And unfortunately, I was doing the CBD oil which is way more concentrated yeah, and wasn't quite aware that I was, you know, fucking myself over. Yeah. It's crazy. You, you think that you can, if you're buying it over the counter here in Texas, then you'd be all right. Right. But no, but no, no, nope. no, 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 especially nope. not in the eyes if you're already done something illegal, yep. which I do kind of understand you're, you're being under the, the watchful eyes, but <laughs> if you make something legal in a state and then you, you, you're not directly being punished for that thing. Cause I get it. If they don't want me to drink, that's one thing. Yeah. Cause I, you know, got arrested for drinking and driving. Yeah, sure. I will stop drinking and I have, um, aside from one time I slipped up, I've been sober for over a year now. Yeah. You know, which technically I can't say and that. You didn't, yeah. Cause yeah. I, I did have the slip up. That was like about three or four months ago. And, but since then again, not a single fucking drop. And I've even gone out to places with alcohol, been totally fine. I don't need alcohol. When I get too much of it is the problem. I can't handle alcohol when it's in ex- excess, that's for sure. But I don't ever need it, thankfully. So marijuana, however, I do need it. Yeah. <laughs> THC has always been that thing that keeps me me. So fucking um, shitty that yeah, your crime had nothing to do with this. 
and they're the one big mistake I made is when they first got me going through the system, I had to do this meeting with an officer, and she was actually really nice and very. She seemed very caring. I think she was kind of just going through the motions as well and I checking off things. This, yeah. But basically, she asked me to go through all my history of you know like drugs or alcohol, and I did. And that I think because I even mentioned that I had done drugs and I passed, they put me through the drug program, oh, which means getting man. the test, going through all that. I and mean, yeah, I kind of screwed myself without knowing it. Which again, you think you, you think you're getting someone who really just wants to know about you and feel like work out your best thing, but really, yeah, it's I I recently thought about it comparing it to a department store salesman, where you go in and like you're there to buy a fucking washer dryer and they're like, well, what about the warranty? What about this? What about that? But with the yeah. legal system, they don't have to ask you. They just yeah. literally they 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 check off marks on a list and then they just apply all those things and then it's like, oh, no, this is what we think your package deserves. And you're going to deal with it, whether you like it or not. So it just feels like shit. You, you are totally out of control. And you know that these people, it is just a job to most of them. So they're not, they don't care case by case. Yeah. Most of the time, they are just trying to check off a list. And they're trying to check off as many of those things on the list as possible to make it look like they really did their job and maybe get a bonus. I don't know how it works, but I know they get paid a lot more than they fucking should. And they never get punished for anything. People in the legal system. Yeah. Not everyone. I know there's a lot of people in certain parts of the legal system that, you know, whatever. Yeah. But from someone who's going through it, it just feels like I'm getting punished. Yeah, people. we sure. I'm sure you, uh, you listeners that are getting upset, you have an uncle that's a great guy that's never fucked up, that's never <laughs> done anything wrong. We're not talking about him. Or yeah. Her. We're, we're talking about the the majority Most of us. yeah <laughs> yeah so so i get all this news and i'm uh, you know now i can tell the story of the time i faked my test <laughs> which is a fun one. Oh god so i had stopped smoking for a while my tests uh, you know my my levels had gone down and i was having some of the most stressful horrible times of my life i was just going through all kinds of horrible thoughts not wanting to go out not wanting to eat Wanted to kill myself a lot again, which I hadn't had those thoughts forever. The self-harm thoughts were coming back up. And so I'm like, all right, I got to do something. So I started smoking the CBD, uh, but I knew that it was a bad idea. Yeah. And um, I didn't know it until maybe about a month in. And I had tested clean for one of the tests because I'd only smoked the CBD herb. And I'd yeah. only done it for like a week or two. So should it to, to get busted for something that doesn't even get you high? It, it didn't, it didn't. Like, it didn't get me high, but it calmed me down. Calmed, yeah. It yeah. really calmed my nerves almost immediately. And I know some of it's the oral fixation, but For as sure. soon as the actual effect hit, it was just like, oh, thank God. Yeah. I feel like I can actually breathe again, and, and I'm not, like, struggling out of the water. Back to what we said earlier. You, it sucks because you have to smoke so much of it to get there. You really do. Man. You really spend, Well, especially if you're used to the kind of shit I was used to. Yeah. So, I did this EBD for a while, but I would, I would quit within about you know two two and a half weeks before my test so i knew that i wouldn't test positive because i would get it out of my system um and i would have a couple hard weeks but i would know that at least after my test i'd be okay but like an idiot i did the uh, i did the cbd oil mm -hmm. which is way more concentrated and Super. i didn't know until after someone had told me he's like dude you're doing the oil that shit will show up for like a month or two <laughs> and so i'm fucking paranoid out of my mind i'm googling all these different things going on reddit <laughs> and trying to figure out what i can do and every answer just points to, well, you got to fake your test, man. So I talked to a friend of mine who will name, rename, remain nameless because I don't want to out anyone. <laughs> but I get some urine from them. And I get the urine probably about 20 or 30 days before I need it. <laughs> and I put it in my fridge, figuring that'll be fine. Yeah. It's, you know, leave it in the fridge. I check on it like a week or two later. I left it, you know, behind some things so no one would see, hey, you got, why do you have urine in your fridge? <laughs> um, just in case. <laughs> and so... Uh, I checked on it, I think a week or two and it looked fine. I didn't want to like do a taste test or anything, but it seemed fine. And finally day of rolls around and I go to take the urine and what you're supposed to do is heat it up because it's, you know, like yeah, it has yeah. to, it has to be at least a close to body temperature. temperature. Yeah. And so I'm thinking, all right, I got to get it a little hot than body temperature. So that way, by the time I get there, it's, it's ready to go. Oh, and heat so, up urine. Yeah. Right. And so I go through the motions and I'm looking at the urine and it doesn't look right. It's already like, that doesn't look like it did a week or two ago. And maybe I didn't screw the cap on enough or something, but as soon as I open it up, it just reeks to high heaven. It's like it did not reek last time I checked on it. Jesus, dude. So I'm like frantic. I'm like, all right, I got to get some more urine somewhere. And I talked to the only person I know who's clean, who could have helped me. And they're like, all right, sure. Come on over. I'll see what I can do. A uh, really per good person I know. And uh, when I get there, he, he supplies me with like 
the, the, the tiniest amount I've ever seen. And I know from my previous drug test how much I need, which is not a ton, yeah. only a couple ounces at most, but you need that much. You, yeah, given, you need that much. And plus, like, uh, to, you got to account for, like, maybe spilling a little yeah, bit. Yeah, right. Whoever knows what else. Yeah. yeah. And so... <laughs> So I'm, I'm frantic. And what I hadn't explained already is the, the, the process of how I knew I was going to do this. So I went, you know, I did all my research. And I'm like, all right, the best way to do it, because nobody was pretty secure with the, the detox systems. None of those truly work. Yeah. And I tried to detox way before to get a job yeah. uh, interview thing going, you know, for testing for a job, and that didn't work. Yeah, so, so like your, your, your pee will just be like almost concentrated water, or just pure water. Yeah. And, and so the, like the, that'll fail a drug test Exactly. Too. They'll just make you retest. Yep. And so... Um, uh, when, for my case, the detox didn't even work. It didn't even get all the THC out. <laughs> There's just that much in there. <laughs> uh, so your blood test shows nothing but THC. <laughs> you are a walking plant. Um, but no, so... Doing uh, dabs off your blood. Right. <laughs> so I knew I had to do the fake urine this time or the someone else's urine. So I had gotten all kinds of different, basically, distribution devices. I went to the HUB and I was like... I bought like turkey basters. Yeah. I bought all kinds of stuff. The nice. thing that ended up being the best thing for the job was this little squirt bottle that you use for kids' ears to like clean out kids' ears and noses and stuff. And it was just, it fit perfect. The top of it looked like a fucking penis head. It was clear plastic, but it was like its right shape and everything. So I'm like, cool. Uh, I went home, did some crafting on it to make it secure and watertight. And then I, uh, and I had my applicator, right? And uh, so silly fit perfectly under my taint fit perfectly between my balls and asshole to the point where like the underwear helped keep it like cradled in place. But yeah. I, I, I did some like naked tests where I walked around and as long as I kept kind of a straight and narrow walk it just stayed in place. <laughs> and I was glad that I was in shape enough that I had a bit of a gap, you know, that I could like, exploit. <laughs> and so, yeah. Cause if it, there wasn't a gap, then it'd just be squeezed and just exactly. oh, emptied. And so, so I had to, I had to get that part figured out how I'm going to secretly carry it. Because they do ask you to often pull your pants down and even sometimes your underwear. And I have to know that they're not going to see it. Right. So I got that part figured out. Now I have to figure out how to keep the liquid in without it coming out. So I, I'm thinking, do I form some kind of cap? No, I don't want the cap to go into the bottle. Um, I would have to tether the cap, and that's going to look weird if it's dangling. So I think saran wrap. You're, you're uh, a modern-day MacGyver. Dude, really am. There's a part of me that I know this is bad, and I'm like talking about how I've committed a crime here. <laughs> but it is a great story yeah. <laughs> so i had to tell it and it's it's something i'm eventually gonna write some stand-up about yeah you should mm -hmm. i mean especially if i go to jail for it fuck <laughs> gotta get some material out of this and so uh um, you have plenty of time to write in there <laughs> god damn it <laughs> oh so nervous so anyway um i i figure saran wrap across the top you know and it, it, it works and i do so many test runs man and the test runs kind of go good and bad but i finally think i've got my technique down and i know what i'm doing and so I do, you know, <laughs> the Jimmy Neutron of fucking piss tests. Just <laughs> I put the saran wrap on the top and I drive to the place and I'm holding it in, in my hands to keep it warm. Um, and then I get there and I, I park, you know, not not there, but nearby. Put it in the gooch. Does, does the, the fake stuff have a smell to it? I don't think so not that i noticed for sure but it's yellow and it looks you know looks just like real piss yeah oh yes i forgot to mention that i went to the so i'm, I'm panicking right because i know i don't have real urine and so sorry i get back to that point thank you and uh i i'm thinking oh that's right head shops sell artificial urine and yeah. i've read online that that's kind of the best thing to do you don't know for sure what the urine you're getting is from someone maybe they have something in their system still right so best thing to do is just use artificial and it, it, it always works and so i do I go to the head shop, I buy the artificial urine, come back, and I, I, you know, put what little he had in there, which wasn't much, so I'm just thinking maybe it'll help. Mix that in, <laughs> and I get it going, and so I'm there, and I'm going in, and it's hot as fuck. It's been real fucking humid lately. There's a ton of people there. You have to wait to, to log in, and then they call you. They tell you to wait in your car outside, so I was like, fuck that, I'll wait in my car, but of course, the AC turn it on and off has made it hot as fuck in there now. Yeah. So I go in there and it's taking forever. It's not normally taking this long. It's near the end of the day. I was working that day, so I fucking didn't have time to really, you know, arrange this all. And, you know, which, the, which I'm sure made for a stressful day at work. Yeah. Yeah. And not to mention that, you know, I didn't know until the very last minute that I didn't have the right urine. So it drew my time even less. And I had to rush to the head shop, buy the yeah. fake shit, come back, then still put it all together. Fucking like a witch's brew. <laughs> so 
I get there. I put it in. It's hot as fuck. I'm waiting. And <laughs> as soon as I start to get out of the car, I can feel the sweat and everything, and it just slips down my leg onto my thigh. And I'm pretty sure the, the, the saran wrap starts to come off because I can feel wetness. I'm like, God damn. Oh, it's just everything that could possibly go wrong in the Jesus moment does. Dude. And I've done so many test runs where it's just nice and perfect. Nice yeah, and perfect. Well, yeah, in your test runs, you didn't have a sweaty taint. Exactly. Maybe I should have tried different theses. <laughs> um, and so, so I rush back to the car, rearrange, dry myself off. I had been smart enough to bring extra saran wrap and paper towels for this exact occasion. I think ahead. And so get it back in there. Put the saran wrap back on. I didn't lose much, thank God. It thank didn't, God. didn't show up too much on me. So I was like, all right, cool. I tried myself off real quick. Went in there <laughs> and sit down, just fucking nervous out of my fucking mind. Do the test. This time, they've always asked me to at least pull my pants down. It's one of the dudes I know. I'm just shooting the shit. He's like, I don't care. <laughs> nice, dude. I'm like, God damn it. I'm like, Thanks, but I was like yeah. so ready for so much more, right? <laughs> It's like the Mission Impossible scene where they're talking about all the crazy shit you have to do, and then someone's like, just roll some Skittles on the floor, man. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, will that work? And it works. Um, so now I do that all, and I think I'm fucking solid, right? And then a month goes by. I get my fucking probation meeting just this last week, this Friday, right after uh, this whole vacation that my girlfriend had taken in Corpus. Last day of, actually. And so I'm like, all right, it's going to be a stressful day, but I'll get this shit over with. Get to see the, the little lady today. It'll be nice. Wondering if she's heard Horse Girl episode yet. <laughs> so kind of dreading that. But um, so I get the meeting with my probation officer, and she's just going through the checks like always, you know, just treating me like another name and number like she always does. And I'm like, whatever. And then she gets to the drug test. She's like, so uh, your uh, urine came back as non-human. <laughs> It was like, oh, really? Because it came out of a human. came out of me, I swear. <laughs> and she's like, yeah, it doesn't, doesn't matter what you say. It's non-human, so it's got to be a violation, and you're going to get a charge. <laughs> and so I have no idea. I've looked up what that could be, and in Texas it can mean, like, if I'm extremely lucky, I'm going to have some more probation time. I'm going to have probably a bunch of Best new... Best case scenario. Yeah, I'm going to have probably a bunch of new classes to go to and fines and who knows what else. Yuck. Uh, worst case scenario, I could do jail time <laughs> up to three months, I think, with like two grand in fines. Oh, plus, my God. plus all the probationary shit anyway. Yeah. Um, that that they're not going to be like, oh, it's okay, you're in jail. We'll put a pause on this. All of it is still going yeah. to accumulate in fines. I'm and sure. You just keep bumping up. I'm sure. Um, so now I've got that looming over my head from Friday morning, and I've still got these orders to do and everything. So Friday goes through, and I'm just a fucking mess all day. And I'm thinking, all right, cool. I'll see my girlfriend tonight and see how that feels. You know, maybe she'll be able to keep my mind off of things for an hour or two. Yeah. As soon as she comes over, she's like, hey, my roommates want to know if you stole like $300 worth of gift cards and a bunch of marijuana from our apartment. It's like, fucking no, goddammit. <laughs> Goddamn no. No, I could probably use both of those things right now, but yeah. no, I didn't. Um, and so apparently, I over the course of like the three or four days they were gone, I'd gone over every night to take care of their cat. Like they let, they had to leave their cat there. They took their dog, and uh, both the cat and the dog is her roommates. Yeah. And so, uh, in the situation with the roommates, I don't want to say too much, but at the same time, fuck it. <laughs> it's a funny fucking situation. She's gonna be mad at me for this too, but I don't give a shit. Uh, well, I I do give a shit about her being mad, but this is less about that. And she doesn't like her roommates much right now anyway. They're kind of giving her a lot of shit over this. So let me get into it first. <laughs> this is going to be so much fun. <laughs> how, how, what time are we running at? Uh, we're at 42 minutes. Perfect. So uh, <laughs> so she tells me all this, right? So apparently, I, I go over every day. They yeah. left on Monday or Tuesday. I go over that first night a little later. Um, and the, the only instructions I'm giving her that the cat will leave through the patio. She likes to poop and piss outside, but she does have a litter box inside. So she can use either, but she likes to go out. She's an outdoor cat. Me too. Hey. <laughs> um, and so, uh, see, uh, she, like all they really want me to do is make sure that she's got the food and water and that she can go outside at least once a day if you can. And, you know, they like, if you miss a day, no big deal. She's got everything she needs inside to be cool for at least a day. Um, so I do that. I do it every, I do it the first three days consistently. And it's like, I've been working all those days. There were times where it'd be middle of the fucking night. I just get home. I'm literally like shoes off. I'm about to eat. And I'm like, fuck, I got to go take care of that cat. 
put the shoes back on, drive back out, go take care of the cat, and even yeah. chill with the cat for a while, because I would normally what I do, especially if it was later on at night, I would just be like, well, I don't want to leave this this patio open all night, so I'll, I'll chill, go out on the patio. If you want to jump down, I'll chill out for like half an hour, and then if Dude, you want to go back in, come back if in. If I'm home and my food is in front of me and my shoes are off, that's it, man. Yeah. I'm going to skip a night. <laughs> uh, you, my son could you. be on fire. <laughs> <laughs> put it out, you pussy. <laughs> We're talking roll. Um, so I'm taking care of this cat three nights in a row. And the first night I get there, I see this so-called jar of weed that I'm accused of stealing. And it's a tiny jar. It can hold maybe two ounces of water, three at the very most. It's not a big jar. It cannot hold much marijuana. Yeah. I know a lot about marijuana. I've been smoking do. it for a long time. Yep. The most expensive weed I've ever seen in the world. You could maybe fit 40, 50 bucks of it in there. Okay. I'm getting accused of stealing $100 worth of weed, apparently, from this jar. Well, yeah, she's a stupid girl. They, they, girls, either, <laughs> girls either get free weed from banging the dealer or get fucked. <laughs> Which could, could be both of these situations in this case with her roommate. <laughs> um, so, so, uh, so the situation with the roommate, by the way. So she has the one roommate who, by the way, doesn't pay rent. Uh, what my the girlfriend, fuck? Yeah, my girlfriend pays all the rent there. I've had a problem with this the whole time, but I try not to touch on what it because they're good fuck? friends. Yeah. So you're going to find there's so many fun little like plot points in this story. Trust me. This don't even try to get too impressed by any of these. They all come together so ridiculously. So how did that happen? Dude, they're, they're, they've been friends for a long time. You know, my girlfriend is a very sweet person who never asks for anything. Doesn't mind okay. when people walk on her sometimes. I've been trying to get that out of her. Oh. I love her to death. She's a sweet person, but it's killing her. Yeah. And she knows it to a point. She knows that it's not good for her, but she doesn't like to confront people. And it's, yeah. it's just part of her nature. And we're going to get into that, too. That's rough. So, Poor thing. Yeah, I know. And I feel bad even. Like, you, we're get into so much. So, <laughs> God, I hope she doesn't hate this episode, Well, hopefully too. this will help her snap out of it, dude. Like, that was part of the horse girl episode. <laughs> no, we're going to also talk about in the fallout of, hopefully, before the end of this one. Right. Uh, I'm trying to get through this as fast as possible. So nope, that's it. See you on the next one. Huh? Right. <laughs> So, um, Such a cliffhanger. so I'm dealing with all this shit, right? She comes over and she's telling me this. I'm like, no, of course not, man. You want to call them and I can explain that. No, yeah. you know, I was there every night. I'll tell you what I saw. And then maybe they can draw a conclusion from that. And we can work together on this. Dude, By all means, I want to help people find some shit. Why, why would you take it? Like you are so incriminating. No, yeah. So incriminating of yeah. me. Why? And there's so many reasons why I wouldn't have done it. <laughs> yeah. And to keep me feeling more innocent too. Like, wait, really? You really honestly think I would have done this? So anyway, um, so yeah, the, so the, the, it's her, it's her roommate. It's, uh, the dude that her roommate is going out with, who is pretty much there 24 seven. He's not paying bills either, of course, but he's there like 80% of the time. Yeah. I remember you saying that he doesn't pay bills and I was like, oh, that's fine. I guess that's still it's understandable. But yeah, yeah, right. But sure. Her not paying rent. Yeah. God damn it, dude. And I, I, I don't know this for sure, but I think she has the bigger bedroom too. What the fuck? <sighs> dude, it just drives me crazy, but whatever. Oh man. Uh, and it's something I've never brought up in between them. I'm just like, I'm not going to create drama. I know that this is your good friend and you rely on her to be your friend and keep you morally, you know, like I think support kind of thing. And it's whatever. And I know the girls rely on their friends a little bit more than dudes do. So I'm just like, I'm going to try not to step on toes sure. here. And, in, and earlier on in, in the relationship, I felt like I kind of did and I didn't want to get back into that energy. Yeah. So for the most part, I just try to avoid her roommates. And so there's a third person, by the way, a third roommate who is god this is uh it's gonna put so many on blast but i don't give a fuck um so the third so-called roommate who of course is not really a roommate is someone who only drops in because he has a key and because he likes to do his little side business there which i won't go into detail about but not something you probably want to have someone doing at your house all the hmm. time uh i'm sure the listeners the mistakes can make conclusions <laughs> he's a pimp there you <laughs> go uh, he's a pimp uh, who i like this dude he and i have always got along and I don't, you're, you're maybe going to think that he could probably be maybe fucking me over in this story, which is why I'm not so bad at maybe putting him on blast One more right time, now. he's got a key? He's got a key to the apartment as okay. well. And so he comes in all the time if they're there or not. And uh, he takes care of their dog and stuff. He's a good guy. I like him. Cool. Uh, I, 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 I'm trying to feel comfortable with it. Right? I know. It's one of those <laughs> things that when you know your girlfriend that you, that you like a lot is living with all these people and has all these people over all the time who you do know, but you don't. Yeah. And you're just like, whatever, man, it's your life. I'll let you live it. <laughs> I've gotten to that point with so much now. 
uh, just trying to respect other people's Easiest decisions. way to live life. It's, it it if can, you can be. can finally click into that. Exactly. That's just, the problem. As long as you can not care sometimes, yeah. which is sometimes hard. Anyway, so this dude's a part of the situation too, and he was apparently going to go on the whole trip as well. Now... I was aware that he was on the whole trip the whole time. That's what I thought. So mm-hmm. the whole three to four days that I was going to be taking care of this cat, which I will be honest, I didn't go on the fourth day because I figured they would be checking out around 11, come home, get there by three or four at the latest. Yeah. I wouldn't need to be there. I had to work that day anyway. I wouldn't yeah. be able to show up until two or three. I'm just going to let them take care of their cat. Sure. I found out they didn't get into like 11 or something because of some other situation, right? They'd stop somewhere, some situation like having to get gas or the car stopping or whatever. So they didn't get there until way late. So I kind of felt bad. I didn't take care of their cat the last day, but mm-hmm. it was the last day and yeah. every other day I'd gone. So the first day I go, I do notice in their little jar on the coffee table that there is some weed in there, but it's maybe a quarter of the jar, which I would say in a good sized pipe or bong is maybe three to four bowls at mm. best. You know, not a lot of marijuana. Yeah. Nowhere close to a hundred bucks. Like I said, even if the thing was brimming, overflowing, there yeah. there's no way there'd be a hundred dollars worth I mean, of weed in the there. the cheapest drug there is. Pretty much. Outside of glue and shit like that. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, so immediately, as soon as they start running at me with like, yeah, you owe us a hundred dollars worth of weed. Like, no, I don't. No, I don't. Even if I had smoked every ounce of weed you had there, there's no way I'd owe you that much money. Yeah. And I didn't. And I thought about it, too, because I looked at it and I was like, mm, that looks nice, but I'm going to put it back down. I'm going through so much shit right now, I don't want to worry about it. Yeah. <laughs> and so I do that, take care of their cat all day, all three days. I had my own pen, so I was hanging out there smoking my pen. And, uh, and I go back, you know, and, and so, like, you know, she comes to me and she's gotten me all this information. First of all, I had no idea that there was other shit there. I did eat some of the food that was in the fridge, but she said I could. And uh, I had, like, a Hot Pocket and a couple of these cake bites that were in the fridge that seemed kind of old, but were delicious. <laughs> um, and so uh, that's the extent. I felt a little guilty about that. I was like, yeah, you know, I told her when she had, I was going to tell her actually when she had first gotten back, but then she hit me with that fucking brick. And I was like, I don't even give a fuck about the Hot Pockets now. <laughs> um, but anyway, so... She was hit me with this, and I'm like, first of all, I didn't know you had these gift cards. I didn't go rummaging through your shit when I was there. Like, I didn't even turn on your fucking TV. I sat on your patio for like half an hour to an hour and chilled with your cat and then came back because the cat's pretty cool. You're welcome, asshole. Right, right. And I even, like, they even said that they would, (laughs) it was funny too, is that it's the roommate's cat, right? I'm taking care of it technically for her. Mm -hmm. I'm doing it for my girlfriend, but I'm doing it, you know, technically for the proxy of her. And the, uh, my girlfriend had told me, yeah, I'll give you like 40 bucks for it. I'm like, no, don't do that. Because I knew it was going to be her money anyway. Yeah. <laughs> and so I was like, it's fine. I'll just come take care of the cat. I like her. Um, she's a really sweet cat. And that was the best thing about the whole thing anyway. At least I got to visit the cat and she was really sweet. And I found out when they got back, the cat was mad at them. And I was like, oh, the cat <laughs> loves seeing me every time I came over. <laughs> Super happy to see me. Um, so anyway, uh, so I'm getting hit with all this. It's like, I didn't know you had fucking gift cards hidden anywhere. Yeah. I vaguely knew those gift cards even existed because she mentioned that shit to me like four or five months ago. She was like, yeah, I got a couple gift cards from my work for bonuses. Um, I was thinking about using them to go to HEB because she knows I know how to cook dinner pretty well. A couple things in particular. Cool. She wanted me to cook salmon for her whole apartment and I was like yeah absolutely I love cooking for people and especially showing off one of my talents like that and so we had talked about months ago doing that and just never never came up you know we couldn't get a weekend or a day where it would line up where we could go shopping cook and have all that time because that's a lot of time it is and I'd even explain it's like are you gonna use your kitchen your kitchen is a fucking mess and I'm about to move my kitchen's a fucking mess you know we need to like kind of coordinate this and so it just didn't happen and that's the only thing I knew about said gift cards and I thought it was one to HEB that's what I had assumed right and so when I'm hit with this, like, yeah, there's a bunch of gift cards that got stolen from this one, like, cookie jar by the door or some shit. And it's where there's a bunch of alcohol and stuff, like their little bar thing. And I avoid that area because I am trying desperately not to drink. And she knows I love rum, so she's got a big thing of rum there for when I used to drink. And I see it every time. I'm like, oh, God damn it. I really wish I could have some of that. I really wish I could have some of that, but I can't and I won't. And I avoid it, you know, just by just avoiding it. Yeah. And so there's even another reason for me to not be that part of the area of the fucking apartment, right? Like I said, I didn't even turn their fucking TV on. I barely turned lights on when I was there. Didn't rummage through their shit, supposedly. Because when she's hit me with all this, apparently they got back the last night and some of the cabinets in the kitchen were open. There was some stuff rummaged through. Some of the like jars and stuff were open. So clearly someone was looking for something yeah. in that area. Yeah. Nothing was stolen from her room. 
the roommate's room was locked, which I didn't even know because I didn't try to go in there, obviously. And my girlfriend's kind of good. I didn't go into my girlfriend's room for a little bit just to kind of chill in there because I was kind of missing her. I sat on her bed and stuff. And I noticed her laptop there. And I was like, oh, I wonder why she left her laptop. Yeah. It's like probably not a safe idea, but it's like no one's going to, you know, break in while I'm here. I'm, I'm the one locking in and stuff. It'll be fine. And it's good that someone's coming in every day. kind of shows that there's people active. Once, one time when I went in there, one of her neighbors was sitting on the stairs. Kind of this, apparently he's a nice guy, but he looks like a, you know, like ex-con kind of guy. But he's always been cool with me when I pass him. But, you know, he's seen me going in and out, so that's kind of good, I'm thinking. Yeah. Um, hopefully he doesn't know that I'm the only one there going in and out and just yeah. checking on the cat, but maybe. So I don't even want to rule him out as a possible suspect. Who knows? And there was a couple nights where I would open the thing, and then I would, I would open the, the patio door and then leave for a couple hours and come back and then mm. close it when the cat had had time to leave and go out, do her business, come back, get knocked up, because I think that they like that. <laughs> she would already been knocked up and had kittens once, so they're, like, they don't mind if shit happens again, apparently. Um, and so, uh, so I'm doing all that and I'm thinking like, you know, I didn't even know these things were here. Why would I rummage through things in the first place? There's been multiple times where my girlfriend has offered me money when she knows I really need it and I refuse. I don't like taking things from people. I'm very weird about that. I always have been. It's probably not good overall because it's hard for me to accept help when I really need it. I'm the same way, man. (laughs) Right? It's a bit of a flaw, but it's kind of one you're proud of. Um, and so... Every sign points to me, there's no way I did this. You know, yeah. I get that I'm the prime suspect, but why and why would I do that to myself? Yeah. You know, like, I, I, why would I leave everything open? Like, clearly I rummaged through your shit. Yeah. Why would I, if nothing else, put everything back so it takes you a while to maybe figure out that shit's missing and you wouldn't blame me right away. Right. There's nothing about it that makes sense, you know? Yeah, it, so, it'd be too obvious if, if you took that stuff like... Yeah, way too obvious. Hmm. Which brings me to my, my prime candidate, which I hate to say it, but I think it was the dude, the third person, the third roommate, because I was under the impression that he was also a part of this trip. And he was another thing. I was like, oh, cool. I can go hang out with him. I like hanging out with him. Um, but I uh, didn't get a chance, like I said. And so when I'm talking about her with all this stuff, I was like, well, does he know anything about this? What's his take? Because he and I get along really well. He actually listens to the show, which is why I was not wanting to necessarily put him on blast. But again, fuck it. Um, <laughs> And the reason, God, it's just such a weird Machiavellian story that I got involved in, and so much stress already on me at the time, right? And so uh, he had gone out with them the first day, but because of some business thing back in San Antonio, he leaves the first day. Business he does out of the apartment, generally, not always, but he, you know, he does. He drives all around the town to do his business, whatever. But he often goes to the apartment to do his business. He's more sounding like. A prostitute than a pimp. <laughs> <laughs> Think of him how you will. Um, so he... Uh, and I will. <laughs> and you will. How's his tits? Um, <laughs> big and hairy. So... <laughs> That's exactly what I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> this wishful thinking, Royce. Uh, made manifest. So I find out that he disappears the first day for like seven, eight hours. He goes back to San Antonio and then comes back later on in the night. I'm like, oh, that's interesting, because he must have, I must have just missed him when I went the first night to check on the cat. Right. Which would, interestingly, so if their whole claim of this weed jar going from a whole lot to a little is true, then that could make sense. Maybe he went and smoked a bunch the first day or took some with him. Who knows? Uh, apparently, he's not the type to smoke often, but he does. And he, you know, whatever. So anyway, hold on a second. I'm getting a call. Okay. Oh, no, it's an alert. Corpus Christi, motherfuckers. This kind of ties into the story because that's where they were taking a vacation. <laughs> be careful. Corpus Christi, you well, always be careful. It's Corpus Christi. Uh, <laughs> there's a comedian that, uh, just a tiny tangent, uh, that uh, I, I'd uh, done a show with once and he was touring around and he, uh, he said in one of his jokes that Corpus Christi is the closest that, that we can get to Mad Max in America. <laughs> and I was like, that's such a good way to describe Corpus. <laughs> it's like, give us the oil. <laughs> yeah, people like to go there for vacation and it's like, oh. <laughs> I don't like getting stabbed on vacation. Um, so anyway, um, so he, he, he has this giant absence on the first day. And when I went the first night, there was nothing weird about the place. I didn't notice anything disheveled or whatever. So that doesn't tie into that. I'm thinking, okay, so it couldn't have been the first night, even though he disappeared the first night. Yeah. And then she's like, well, he did leave early on the last day, too. And I'm like, oh, did he? Yeah. <laughs> He's like, he wasn't there when y'all went back. He had already left. He's like, yeah. And so it's like, okay, so the why last day, yeah, why isn't this being brought up, you know? <laughs> and just, Dude, and this and guy so, has a key. And so the reason I think it didn't get brought up and the reason I think it could be another motivation for this guy to do something like this, which I wouldn't, I, it's not something I would expect to him. I didn't think he would have to steal gift cards 
or you know worry about stealing weed. He doesn't strike me as the type who needs it necessarily. Yeah. Um, and he doesn't strike me as the type to steal that kind of shit necessarily. But I've had bad judgments before. So anyway, um, so all this happens, and uh, and he apparently had these two big blocks of absence. And like I said, I didn't go on the last day, so kind of opens this huge window of like that makes sense right uh and so the kicker to this whole situation and the thing that's going to put these people on blast the most is that the roommate and the the girl roommate and the dude who had disappeared for twice used to go out they've been they'd gone out for a while and they got real close to even talking about moving in maybe even getting married jesus they were very serious but they couldn't keep it on lock because they're both young and living some pretty ridiculous lives yeah you know she's who she is he's who he is yeah more so she but you know whatever she's been with a ton of fucking dudes even when we (laughs) and i love you for it but (laughs) there's judgment that comes with that (laughs) so no like to the point where like like when we first would hang out with and i I first got to know these people you know mostly because i liked the girlfriend and i was getting to know her but i'd hang around with her and her friends and that was one of them like there was always some dude who would be like oh hey and like she would get drinks from him all night you know and just that kind of shit she'd always have a new dude with her every time we'd go out or it would be some situation where like she'd be getting hitting up on like instagram or something very much you know <laughs> and so so she was going out with this one dude for a while and it was seeming like it was getting serious but there was always these bumps in the road that you would expect in that kind of relationship so at some point they decide they're technically not going to go out but they're hanging out all the time they're still being friends and she immediately starts going out with new guy who's mm. now the other roommate so he has a motive oh so, yeah yeah there's literally a love triangle going on in this fucking apartment with four people involved yeah and so <laughs> and the other dude doesn't know this Oh, the new dude has man. no idea, so I can't wait for this shit to air. Nice. <laughs> I was like, nice. fuck them all. If that dude hadn't been a dick to me, I might not have said this, but I could give a fuck yeah. now. They were all assholes to me, except for the one guy who was just completely... He might be framing me for all I fucking know. So at this point, I'm happy to put them all on blast. Nice. I could give a shit. Fuck I'm not going to say their names, but... It, except for your girl. Some of them do listen. I, I, well, yeah. I, cut that. I haven't said... I, was, I, I think I accidentally almost said her name. When you're going through, make sure you cut it. Yeah. <laughs> when I stammered. Uh, so... Yeah, my girlfriend, who isn't the, will remain named. By the way, she hated the name Chicken Little, which is a bit of a uh, teaser to the fact that she heard the horse cry. (laughs) Thank Christ we're still okay. It was a very long emotional talk that we had. I bet, yeah. Which I'll get into in a moment. It's one more thing that's been stressing me out and been fucking weighing me down lately, and it's this one's very self-deserved, of course. So anyway, uh, I'm getting all this knowledge, and I'm placing whatever pieces I can together. And so our, our main three suspects are the dude who left, of course, because yeah. he's got all kinds of motive and he's, and he's got the time frames where he could have done this shit. Yeah. And a key. Mm-hmm. Too much, too much evidence right there. I'd say overwhelming almost outside of the clear obvious. <laughs> and so, uh, there's that, there's the idea that maybe the roommates, the two that are like really hostile against me right now that are claiming all this shit is gone, which is so funny that they're like being hostile about a hundred dollars worth of weed and a bunch of gift cards. That's not theirs that they had no claim over whatsoever. Yeah. And, uh, they even later on were trying to argue that like, well, he stole from you, you know, like why would you let him get away with this? And and she's like, I don't think he did. (laughs) (laughs) And so it's either, it's either them either trying to get something from me and using her as a scapegoat to do it, which is pretty fucked up. And I wouldn't hope for something that fucked up. That's pretty to not only steal from your roommate but well, then try to pin like it on someone else gummy chick could be could be i don't want to i don't want to like you know blast her too much because i don't have too i don't you know whatever i don't know her so i can there you go <laughs> thank you i appreciate it <laughs> and so either that or it was a third party that just happened to maybe crawl into the fucking open patio one of the times i had left for a couple hours right which is not impossible would be a little physically hard and it would have to require someone not only seeing that and thinking i can do that but knowing that there's no one there and but no one coming from what soon. you told me earlier before we recorded, you can mm-hmm. see in if you're at the right type of uh, yes. hill or angle. Yeah, absolutely. You can see so. in. Uh, but I would turn all the lights off when I left, so you oh. couldn't see much. You know? But you could see an open patio? You could see an open patio, for oh. sure. Maybe a crack open. So there's always the third option that it could have been that. But I was literally asked to do that. I was literally asked to just leave her for a couple hours and let her like come in and out. So whatever. But it's a second, second story patio. You'd have to climb up to get to it. It's unlikely that someone got in that way. It's very unlikely. Not impossible. And then here's the other thing, too. They're, they didn't take the laptop. They didn't take the TV. They didn't take anything else from anywhere aside from some weed, supposedly, which I don't know if I even necessarily believe that that did 
did go missing. Right. And then I know for sure the gift cards went missing because that was my girlfriend's. She didn't, she didn't make those disappear. Someone made those disappear. Someone had to know those were there. If they didn't take anything else and they went straight for the gift cards, they had to have known those gift cards were there. The only three people who knew those gift cards were there were her three roommates. So I didn't know those gift cards were there. I didn't even know they existed. Yeah. So why would I have gone looking for something I didn't know existed and take nothing else? It just doesn't make any fucking sense. Nope. By all means, if I did plan on stealing that shit, it would require some forethought and knowledge. Mm-hmm. It would just, and you know, thanks for the, the thinking I'm a criminal genius, but I'm not. Uh, I, well, I could be. <laughs> but I just don't do that kind of shit to people I fucking care about or like. Right. So all of this is hitting me, and I'm like, okay, clearly it's not me. Here's, here's what I know, and here's what I, what's probably true. It's one of these situations, probably this one. And so she's like, yeah, that makes sense. And what really kind of ticked me off a lot about it is that first I'm like, well, you believe I didn't take this shit. And she's like, yeah. Aww. She's very hesitant. I'm like, God damn it. I need you to be on my side if no one else is because no one else will be. Yeah. Like clearly they're already, they're, they're straight up accusing me. They want me to come over and give them $100 for their weed. It's like, no, I'm not going to give you money especially more money than I know you could have smoked in yeah. that jar. And what am I going to do? You're accusing me of stealing something, so I'm, I'm going to just admit to something that I did or didn't do and then come give you money for it? Like, who, who the fuck do you think you are, man? These are you, definitely kids, dude. Yeah, they are. That's another thing, too, is I'm at least a decade older than most of them. Retarded and they're all fucking kids. idiots. Yeah. yeah, they just don't know how to handle real-life situations overall. Yeah. And so it's fine. I've dealt with hostility before. You know, I don't care how good this guy thinks he is in a fight. I've been in a lot of them. <laughs> and if I have to hurt someone, I don't, I don't try to prove something in a fight. I try to kill you because I'm not going to let you hurt me. Yeah. I'm too old for that. I'm not playing games. If I have to fight someone, I'm going to go for broke right yeah. away. I'm going to either try to injure you for life and take your knee out, or I'm going to just try to straight up like crack your fucking skull or kill you. I'm not, I'm not going to play. I'm not, I'm not here for that. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, <laughs> so there's all that. I'm like, no, I'm not, you know, not going to go. You don't know where I live, so fantastic. I'm never going to talk to you again. <laughs> cool good luck buddy uh so i'm just dismissing that whole thing and thankfully the girlfriend is too so a day or two go by and i'm stressed as as all can fucking be i haven't heard you know it's it's the weekend so i don't even think i'm hearing it's by the way folks it's now tuesday still haven't heard from the fucking judicial system don't know what they're gonna do with me they don't give a fuck again name and number they probably don't know either like, eh, eh, fuck throwing him. darts at a board right yeah. consequences bust a deal face the wheel <laughs> 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 and so Bringing it back to the Mad Max for anyone who recognized. (laughs) And so I'm just stressing out hardcore. And all of a sudden, I'm literally just getting home from work after I don't want to go to work. I'm fucking, I've been trying to throw up all weekend, but I can't. It's like, I think Sunday or Monday. I couldn't remember. I think it was Monday yesterday. Yeah. Was it Sunday? It doesn't matter. It was like towards the end of the weekend that I've had a very stressful weekend. Mm-hmm. And I, I haven't been able to eat. Over the course from Friday morning to Monday night, I had a cheese sandwich and a cup of tomato soup spread out over that entire time. Jeez. could barely even eat it when I tried because it just wouldn't stay down, couldn't have an appetite. Just horrible, man. Just My ulcers were really kicking in. I was just having the worst, and you know that situation better Fuck than yeah. most. It was very, very painful stuff to deal with. And I knew it was coming. And what sucks is that it's, it's stress-induced, so it takes a day or two to kick in. You know? And I know that the first day, Friday morning, I'm like, oh, this is going to hurt in so many different ways. And yeah. it's, it's going to start soon. And it's just such a buildup, right? It's like seeing a punch coming that you can't duck. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Good call. And so <laughs> end of my weekend rolls around. And I did go to work despite not wanting to. I did call in one day, which I shouldn't have, but I just had to. I couldn't, I couldn't go, and I was so fucking weak and worn out and just wanted to be inside a box and kill myself. Um, and so, and again, no smoking this entire time. I haven't. And uh, just would, making things worse. And more than I've ever wanted to smoke, I've wanted to smoke. And so I, uh, I get a call late in the weekend after coming home from work. And I, it's her. And I'm like, okay, cool. I answer the phone, and immediately she's, like, in tears, upset. It's like, so, horse girl. <laughs> I'm like, God damn it. I knew you'd hear it eventually, but God damn it, I thought you were on a backlog right now. <laughs> she told me she was a few episodes behind, so I was oh, like, all right, so cool. you thought you had more time. It's going to take some time. It's like I can build up to this. Be ready for it. Because yeah. half the reason I wanted to record that episode, and I, I don't remember if I said this the first time around, was to kind of get it out of there. Yeah. This, it's, our relationship's been really good the last four or five months, and I just want it to continue that way. And I know it's not good to have these secrets long into it, but I know it's not a conversation I could just have. Yeah. She shuts down during conversations about serious stuff. Which, shit, I need to go back to the night of. Fuck. 
I almost forget. Another thing to stress me the fuck out the night that she tells me all this shit about her roommates is that she just got back from vacation and she's telling me all this and she realizes that she still has some of their stuff in the car. She's like, oh shit, I need to go give them their stuff back before the end of the night. So I'm like, all right, just be careful. I don't want you to get you know into some argument when you're there. Yeah. Um, just drop that stuff off, come right back. She lives maybe five minutes away, very, very short distance away. So she goes, 20, 30, 40 minutes go by, nothing, right? And so I finally text her, no response. I text her again five minutes later, no response. Call her, no response. And she's always gotten back to me right away. We have That's one thing I really like about her. She's very prompt with that. I hate people who don't respond quickly. I don't need a big response, and I don't have to have a conversation with you, but I like to know that you're paying yeah. attention. Yeah. Um, and I don't like to text and talk much anyway, so you're not going to get a ton of texts from me. You don't yeah. have to worry about it. I just want you to respond to the one. We're good. Um, so she's not responding, and I'm starting to think, oh, shit, maybe something bad happened. Maybe she got into an argument and they got physical or something. Because she had told me recently that, like, you know, the one roommate, the one that doesn't know about the love triangle, mm -hmm. has gotten a couple times a little physical with the dog that they have. Not too bad, like, not hit him, but, like, you know, jerked the leash and been a little mean. Oh, with man, him. what douche. Being that kind of douchey behavior, and she had seen it once or twice, so she was like, you know, that kind of worried me. And she just told me this, too. Just told me this recently. I didn't know this for the longest time. I was like, fuck, great. So she's gone for a long time when she was coming right back, and I'm getting worried. She's not responding to any of my calls or texts, so I'm finally like, fuck it. I put on some fucking, like, my boots, and I'm like, fuck it. If I'm going to have to fight someone, I want to have boots on. <laughs> not like cowboy boots, but like fucking yeah, hiking steel boots. Toe. Yeah, steel-toe. Yeah. Well, I didn't have steel-toe, but they're pretty fucking tough. I've, Sturdy. I've been through some shit in those boots, suffice <laughs> to say. And so I go over there. And I'm trying to prowl her apartment because I don't want to go knock on the door and then have to face this dude down. Yeah. So you know, I'm not going to give him any money and he's not going to fucking beat me in a fight. So it's going to go bad. Yeah. I literally brought a pin with me because I knew that'd be enough. <laughs> <laughs> be like, all right, if shit's going south, I'm going to hurt him bad and quick and I'm just going to get out of there. Uh, and a pin will be enough for that. I only need to get a couple quick moves in. So anyway, <laughs> I was ready if I had to. Um, and so Without I, looking to... Uh, exactly. It's not yeah. a deadly weapon, uh, I unless you make it that way. Yeah, I was going to say. <laughs> I'm going to make this pin disappear. So <laughs> <laughs> and so I, uh, I'm going all over her apartment. The lights are on, but I see no activity in the windows. She's upstairs, so I'm looking around. Um, her car is there, so I'm like, okay, she's got to be here, but maybe they went in another car somewhere. Worst case scenario, fuck, maybe she got kidnapped. And so I have no idea. She's still not, I'm still calling and trying to text her when I'm there. Nothing. I'm, I'm looking up at her window. I do the fucking classic throwing pebbles at her window. <laughs> no response. Finally, I look over to another apartment complex nearby, and I'm like, okay, I can probably get over onto their upper area and look over into their windows. I do that. It's lights on, but I still see no movement, no people. For the longest time, I'm walking around, walking around. Finally, I'm giving it a last-ditch effort. I'm just going to go to the window, and I can see the patio is actually open. And so I'm, I'm looking up there, and I see the cat. And I'm like, hey, what's up, kitty? And I'm talking to the kitty. I'm being quiet, but I'm talking to the kitty. And then finally, I get to an angle that I hadn't been at before, and I finally fucking see her face. And she's got this, like, shut down, sad smile that I've seen before when she gets into moments of, of like, urgency or stress, and she just she shuts down. Yeah. God, God bless her. And, uh, and, I, and I realize she's talking to someone on the couch. I can't see who, but I assume it's douchebag number one. Mm. Uh, well, I'll say douchebag because, again, I like the other guy and I don't want to say it was him, but it's the only fucking thing I can think. Um, and so she, I know she's talking to probably douchebag number one or the roommate, and so I'm just like, fine. And I'm like waving my phone to try to get her attention, and I can kind of maybe see her glancing at me, so at least I think she's, you know, seen me. I'm like, fucking, you know, I'm melding. What the fuck, you know? And so um, she's just not acknowledging. I think she doesn't want to, like, you know, make it obvious that there's someone outside the window, which <laughs> for that I respect. And so I'm like, fine. And I fucking text her one more time as I'm leaving. It's like, well, I'm glad you're not dead. I'm going home. Yeah. And finally, she texts me right away. <laughs> and, she's, <laughs> and she's like, okay, hold on. I'm so sorry. I'll be right out. And she said that she didn't have her phone. Like, she didn't have it on or with her or something. And I'm like, oh, but whatever. I'm not, yeah. whatever. Whatever, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sure. If nothing else, you were under a lot of stress in the situation. Maybe you couldn't feel the buzzing. Sure. So uh, she's like, I'll be out right away. 15 fucking minutes later of me waiting. She finally comes out, go back to my place. And she was like, yeah, you know, he kind of sat and he sat there and talked to me for too long and I couldn't get out of the conversation. I was like, that was a fucking long conversation. God damn it. I thought you were like, I was going to have to go taken on you. <laughs> I have a very set of skills. <laughs> and just fucking start eliminating fucking teenagers and shit 24 year olds that sound great <laughs> god right it'd be so cathartic oh man you know what i've always thought too is that no one's seen me fight in years yeah. and i 
and I fuck, you know, I, there's even a part of me that doesn't know how good I'd be at it. You know, it's a lot of muscle memory and I haven't, I haven't fought and I even haven't practiced a lot of my martial arts in years, but it is muscle memory and some of that shit just comes to you and it's a very natural thing. And there's been a couple times where I've gotten into physical occasions at like bars and stuff where I'm like, oh, I handled myself as well as I thought I would in that situation. Maybe I've, it's not all gone. And so I've said this with some friends who know me and I, I'm generally a funny charismatics, happy-go-lucky, the last person to get violent or mad kind of guy. And I'll get yeah. frustrated and upset easily, but I don't get mad. I rarely yeah. get mad. And the last way. thing I ever want to do is be in an actual fight because I know how easily that can go wrong for anyone involved. Yeah. Even the winner. And the, the consequences, it's not worth it's it. It's not worth it. It's never worth it. It's never worth it for the, the 99% of things that people fight for. So, yeah, you, you, you Unless win it's sweet, for your you life already. Yeah. yeah. Unless yeah. you're already fighting for your life, which is the worst-case scenario to be in, there's no real reason to get into a fight. However, <laughs> I used to get into fights all the time when I was growing up. We've had that episode. We've talked about it. Yeah. And up until I was in my late teens, I was generally really good at it. And I was taught to go for broke. And I yeah. know how to. And I haven't done that in a long time. And I've never truly tried to kill someone or any of that. But I've broken arms. I've broken bones. I've done shit to people that's probably fucking for life. I think I broke someone's knee once. I'm pretty sure. I don't know for positive. But it sounded Oof. like it looked like it. And I've done some shit to people, and I get, I get weird in a fight. I think I might have even talked about this on that episode, but I laugh. I get real weird. If I, if, if I think biting you is the right situation, I'll fucking do it. I yeah. don't give a fuck. I'll, yeah. if, if it's coming down to it, like I said, I'm, I'm trying to hurt you for broke. I'm not here to have fun. I'm not here to prove anything. I don't care if someone thinks I'm tough or not. Yeah. I'm here to make sure you don't hurt me if that's what your intent is, and I'm going to do whatever it takes to keep that from happening. So I've always thought of this like, I would just... It, 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 there's gonna be if anyone ever sees it happen if I truly ever have to get into a fight with someone in front of people who know me it's just gonna be such a weird shift of like oh Wayne oh god I didn't know that you had that side of you <laughs> at least I would think I know maybe I'm tooting my own horn here but <laughs> it's just one of those things like no one's ever fucking seen that side of me in years yeah in years and it's I'm glad I you know it's not something that I'm necessarily proud of but like people just have no idea that I am capable of those things. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> and it's fine, and that's by all means. Also, one of the reasons I don't like to fight people, I don't know what the guy next to me is capable that's of. That's true, too. That's always true, too. You in never times. know. But sometimes you can get an impression from people. Yeah. If someone's threatening over the phone to bitch slap you, quote unquote, yeah. they probably aren't the toughest They're dude in the world. They're probably the bitch. Yeah. yeah. But whatever. Yeah. Maybe, maybe he's a badass and he just likes to flaunt it. Uh, maybe he likes tap out shirts. I don't know. Oh, man. <laughs> I'm yeah. kidding. I don't know. Yeah, no, no, no. The guy you're describing, like, I I was totally going the opposite way. I'm like, oh, I'm not really the type to fight either, and I don't really want to fight anybody. But as soon as you start describing that guy, I'm like, oh, no, maybe I would. Yeah. <laughs> By all means, if he ever wants to find me and start some shit, you know, I'll, I'll step into an alley with him. I don't give a fuck. But anyway, so... Uh, <laughs> That whole situation, right? And I'm just, you know, fucking stressed out over that. And then she finally, you know, corners me over the horse girl episode, which I knew was coming. Yeah. And you so just we, thought, man, of all times for it to happen. Exactly. And she's not happy about it either because she's going through the stress of having to deal with her roommates yeah. now. And that's getting she's real rocky already. With it. Yeah. And so she's been telling me for the last couple months that that's already not been great. She's been slowly revealing just how much she has to pay for in every situation. When they went to the beach, they drove her car and she went with roommate number three. And yeah, and he drove a different car, of course. And, and they drove her car because they didn't want to drive one of theirs. So and shitty, yeah, dude. and then they don't pay for gas, so it runs out of gas part of the way there, and then they have to be stranded and get money for gas. What the fuck, dude? Yeah, and then there's just these just stories that they're hitting. She's been hitting me with for a month, shit like this, where like they'll, I don't know why, but she lets her use her credit card, and she'll what? go out, yeah, and she'll be like, go go get groceries for us, and she'll go out and get like twenty dollars of groceries and the forty dollars worth of beauty products for herself. What the fuck, dude? Yeah, just what all a piece kinds of shit. Of shit I want to like beat this girl up too. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to beat anyone up, but I would wish my roommate or that my girlfriend did want to beat them up <laughs> for me. Uh, but no, she's she's just a sweet, nice person that she could oh, never think man. about even yeah. retaliating it's against people. Too sweet for her own good. She is. She really is. And I'm I'm trying to get her to at least acknowledge that that's something she needs to be guarded about. Yeah. Like I understand if you can't be mean and you can't stand up to certain things, that's fine, and maybe that's something we can do over years of helping you with. But for now recognize these shitty situations and just avoid them. Yeah, so it's funny that saying that it's like, uh, don't mistake my kindness for weakness. Yeah. And her kindness is to a fault now. And yeah. It is kind of... It really is. Yeah. And so she's been telling me this for a while. So that kind of helped her stay on my side for everything because she kind of realizes that these people necessarily aren't the most trustworthy. At least the one. And by proxy, the boyfriend, the current boyfriend. 
out of this ridiculous love triangle. You said and, the one, and I didn't know which one of the right? three. <laughs> and you know what's so great about this is that beforehand, for the last couple of months, they were all talking about getting a new place together. All of them. And I was like, you really want to live in either an apartment or a house with three people that are part of a love triangle? You don't think that that's eventually going to backfire immensely? Right. Like, maybe they might have one good threesome night, and then after Who that explosion. <laughs> the fucking new that's boyfriend. That's best case scenario. And, yeah. And the new boyfriend doesn't even know that the others went out. Ah. How do you think he's going to feel when he finds out that, oh, yeah, my current girlfriend is hanging out with her ex all the time, all and we're ooh, good friends. And has a key to their place. Yeah. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah. And that they were talking about getting their own place once and were being in love and getting married, dairied and shit. Oh, man. So it's like, I, I try, because my girlfriend is a smart girl. She's, she's got knowledge that I will never have. She's smart about a lot of things. But there are times, excuse me, there are times where I'm like, you, you need to see the painting on the wall here. There's writing on the wall and you need to read it quick before it fucking backfires on you. And you don't need to be in this situation. I yeah. think she's starting to see it. And she's starting to, or maybe she always saw it and she's starting to acknowledge it. But it's been fucking ridiculous, dude. I know we're probably running long on time here. I think, I think that about kind of comes to the end of it so <laughs> overall like you know with her and i we're good right now so there's That's at least good. that uh she's been talking about trying to maybe even get her own place soon Sweet. so so yeah really horse girl uh turned out to be beneficial <sighs> overall yeah it, nice. it did get the desired effect of getting there getting it out there we talked about it for a lot we worked through it you know she understands mm-hmm. that it's her and i now and uh i think she there's still some issues to work through in terms of of making sure she's confident about our relationship, mm. but you know, I'm I'm willing to you know give her what she needs in that term. Uh, and so yeah, there's that. All the other stress, at least I don't have to too much worry about my current relationship. Um, and so <laughs> that's been my uh, my week to weekend, man. That's that's been fucking rough, dude. Yeah. Hopefully you don't have to find a new co-host soon. Yeah. <laughs> I hope not. So uh, <laughs> maybe we can record from jail. <laughs> You'll um, be my conjugal visit. Yay! Yay. <laughs> I would expect no less. <laughs> I, I'm, dude, I, I didn't even, I didn't even think it was a question that'd mm-hmm. be me over her. I already signed up. <laughs> <laughs> Gave him my info. I already got my pass ready. <laughs> uh, Multi pass. Um, so before we sign off, uh, real quick, I want to talk about uh, what my idea was for the next. Don't make me do this. Well, did you want to talk about that on this episode, or do you want to wait and tell our next? Don't make me do this. Okay. All right. Yeah. yeah. Okay. yeah that's probably better. Okay. All right. Catch you later, mistakes. Later, y'all. Hey guys, thanks for listening. Please uh, hit subscribe if you haven't already on Spotify, iTunes, the RSS feed, whatever the fuck you're listening on. We won't know your love is real unless you show it. (laughs) And that does mean dick pics, but don't send that to the RSS feed. (laughs) Physical gratification is the only type I like, so go ahead and very aggressively touch that subscribe button for me. Smash it like you're smashing your nephew. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) Or niece, whatever. We don't judge. Whatever you're into, it's fine. (laughs) Creepy uncles swing both ways. (laughs) 